the Rad It's producer Amanda from the Red Podcast. And unfortunately, I don't have Brandon here with me today um, because this is just a little ditty that I thought of as like a mini bonus episode um, to record while I am currently going to the Sacramento International Airport to pick up our lovely former producer, Christy, who will be in town for the weekend with me. She's going to be attending um, our end-of-the-year roller derby ball, which is basically like It's just a party for the end of the year. We recognize outstanding accomplishments and skaters and give away awards. But on top of that, it also happens to be the last ever for Sac City Rollers because, excitingly enough, we are now joining forces with the other roller derby team in Sacramento. Yes, there are two. Um, So we will now be Sacramento Roller Derby which means we will be combining our talent with both the leagues and we will be gaining a larger league and everything will be super exciting. Um, And hopefully we will be able to find a warehouse because the old warehouse that we practiced in uh, sold their building and one can only surmise that is due to the fact that California is now legalizing the cultivation of marijuana, but don't hold me to that. This is all just allegedly. And then the other warehouse that we have um, that Sacred would practice out of, I believe they are trying to make into some sort of hospice or some sort of something for... uh, for the homeless population that's near loaves and fishes. So I agree that that's a worthy cause. Unfortunately, we're just having a hard time finding a warehouse because uh, everybody wants to grow weed in warehouses, allegedly. So uh, we, Christy and I will be doing uh, the ball tonight and having fun, and she is staying with me. And thanks to my stepmother and my mother who love me and know my favorite store to shop sent me gift cards to Target so that I could buy new bedding. So I don't know if that's a silly thing to do, but I bought new bedding so that when Christy stays with me, we could have fresh new cute little sheets and, uh, you know, the cheap stuff that Target makes that I can afford. Um, Maybe they're like 100 thread count. I don't know, but they're cute anyway. And so I got the room all set up for her and then I'm picking her up and we'll be going to party. But I think that it might be a smart idea for me not to record right now due to the fact that it is raining and I am on Madison Avenue uh, in the Sacramento area, which, if any of you know, is always a fucking shit show. Um, 
and going to be getting onto the freeway. So it may not be the best idea for me to be trying to record and drive at the same time. Uh, even though I will have, you know, just for anybody out there that might be a law enforcement person, uh, my cell phone is securely tucked between my breasts underneath my seatbelt. So it is actually hands-free. Um, I just don't have a Bluetooth or anything because I don't like them. So I use the good old boob tuck with the seatbelt method for my hands-free. Uh, and <laughs> my phone just fell. So obviously that is not a good method. Any hoozle, um, I'm going to put this on pause and then hopefully I'm not late to get Christy, but she did say her flight was delayed. I don't know if I already said that. Um, so I'm going to get her and then we can pick up recording when I get here and we can hear about all of her lovely and fabulous, wonderful things that she's been doing with her life since she's left the rad show. So, uh, I'll catch up with you in about, uh, probably 15 minutes or so, but to you, we'll just be like a second. All right, my friends, we're here to get Christy. I think I see her here at the, uh, Delta thingamadoohingy. I can't really park very well because this jack wagon is in my way. Oh, and she looks so cute with her purple hair. Yeah, just throw that shit in there anywhere. Ooh, I like your... I like your, um... Your derby gear. Oh, yeah. All right, we're, uh, we're recording. Already? Yep. Okay. Because that's the way we do. Mm-hmm. So, how was your flight? Disgusting. Oh no! <laughs> Why was it disgusting? Oh man! So is it too hot in here for you? Y- yes, but okay. I love it. Oh, okay. I'm not used to heat anymore. Oh, because you live in the land of ice and snow. Seriously, <laughs> I drove down last night, and as I'm driving down to the um, airport, like the Alpina, this little town that I live in, has an airport, but um, it's cheaper to fly out of like Flint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you post something on Facebook about Flint being horrible. I stayed at a hotel by the airport, which you know is, like, never really a great situation. (laughs) No, not the best option. Especially if it's only 50 bucks for a room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a a good tell there. I'm trying to be hood rich. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I get get the hotel. I get a king-size bed because I'm like, oh, man. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm going to lay diagonally on this motherfucker. (laughs) I prefer laying like an X. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that, too. But there was no fucking way I was doing it in this bed because it's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. Oh, no. So, there's, like, hair in the um, in the comforter and on the pillows. The comforter was stained with God knows what. Oh, like, hell no. The sheets were inside out. So, it's like the maid went in there and just went, ah, fuck it. And then they flipped the sheet over. You're like, just like, no. Then- no. Hopefully the cum stains didn't seep through the sheets. We'll just flip it over and sleep on the other side. But the thing is, I didn't get to the hotel until it was like midnight. 
and my mm-hmm. flight was at six, so I'm supposed to, you know, leave the hotel at four. Oh, so I have four hours, <laughs> and it's like I'm not gonna go and fuss over another room because it's probably gonna be just as gross. Right. And I'm not gonna go to a different hotel because by that time I'm just gonna have to go check in. So. And why not just like sleep in the car or something? <laughs> well, because it was too fucking cold. I'm driving down, and you know how like some um, some dashboards will show you uh, the temperature. Yeah. Mine said negative four. Oh, I was like, I gotta shit. get the fuck out of here. It's a Sacramento, like now. So well, I, sleeping in my car was not an option. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I I don't come from that that land. <laughs> I don't know about the ice oh and all that God. shit. God, it was but so uh, we we have the lovely rain and uh, it's humid mm-hmm. here. It's never humid here. I don't remember it being humid here. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with uh, humidity and rain at this... Well, I guess it's a rainy season, but whatever. Yeah, at least it's not that epic, like, sideways rain shit that happens here. Oh, yeah. I'm thankful to just not be freezing my fucking ass off. (laughs) Especially because I lost my winter hat on one of the flights. Oh, great. No idea what I did with it, like whatever the guy i think it was because the guy i was sitting next to was too good looking and so like oh. i would just probably like oh, i gotta act cool no i'm sitting well, here sweating my ass off like, you know what that is hmm. that's karma for you getting those sweet ass fucking whatever the shit uh sunglasses that were left on the <laughs> southwest plane <laughs> that you commandeered oh and yeah i kept those bitches for like two years <laughs> yeah so you know set of sunglasses. it all comes back around <laughs> there we go yeah i paid it forward <laughs> that's right my that's right winter cap but it's all good it's all good it's just what was really gross about the flight um because obviously the guy i was sitting next to is not a problem uh, <laughs> but as we were boarding on one of the flights because i took three flights to get here what the fuck yeah i had the stupidest routing i went from flint michigan down to atlanta to uh salt lake city to sacramento because oh my god um you know i'm a small business owner so i don't have any money right 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 did a huge like remodel and stuff and so like that's where all my money is so anyway um so sitting there waiting to get on one of my uh one of my flights and this guy is walking by and he is like the fucking epitome of mid 90s grunge but like not in a hot Kurt Cobain way but more like a mud honey way <laughs> and he fucking walks by and coughs and oh! doesn't cover his mouth and it lands oh. on my fucking arm Oh. and here's the worst part I'm wearing long sleeves so it's like it just so happens to hit the part of my arm that's not like covered Oh, so now you have the swine flu. So Right? I'm not going to die. So I'm glad I got to see you before I died of swine flu and the nuclear holocaust happened. Oh, yay. Well, at least we'll spend it together drunk. <laughs> yay. Oh, God. Donald Trump is going to be such a shit show fucking topic for you guys. Oh, he's it's hilarious. We get to talk about him all the time. I mean, he always gives us material. It's great. Oh, well, yeah, I guess I, guess I wasn't I mean, thinking about it in that sense. I was thinking about it in the sense of answering phones and the horrible people that we had to talk to. About oh, other yeah. things like, you know, my, my heyday was Obama, um, Obama presidential win era. Both times. And oh, so, yeah. God, the people that would call up and were just like... He's from Kenya! <laughs> oh, fuck. And the lady that wanted to come and flash your face? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was going to cut my face. <laughs> she was, was awesome. going to come and cut your face. So, 
<laughs> Since leaving the show, you mentioned you are now a small business owner. Yep. So I've seen lots of pictures on Facebook, but our listeners don't know about all the glory and success that you've been having. <laughs> yes, it looks like you're doing amazing. It's glorious. Well, what I've, what I've done is I moved back to Michigan to take over my parents' business. They're like in their late 60s and they just work themselves to the bone and they own a uh, screen printing and embroidery shop as well as a trophy shop. So like pretty much just anything personalized or that you want a logo on is, is the shit that we make and distribute and um it's just time for them to fucking retire i i hate seeing them work so hard yeah like they call me at what would be 11 30 at night their time and be like yeah well we're just wrapping up things at the shop now and i'm like what the fuck are You're you like doing? go the fuck to bed old people aren't yeah. you supposed to go to bed at like six <laughs> so i've been doing like a lot of um a lot of marketing because they haven't done any marketing over the last 20 years but they've been relatively successful yeah so it's just like this beautiful fresh palette that I get to you you know use everything that I've learned working out here to push towards and so like change the logo because the logo was fucking stupid um, you know yeah redo the showroom and like I we had when I got there we had three different showrooms and we're not a retail space, so it didn't make any fucking sense to do that. So right. I've turned the different rooms into production rooms so that my building is actually making money for me instead of just having a bunch of fucking garments everywhere that don't make any sense. You're so smart. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun, though, because I'm working with, like, different clients in a capacity where I'm helping them with marketing but it's just tangible. Whereas with radio, it's not something that you can hold. It's a different, yeah. different kind of value. Whereas, um, you know, I'm applying a lot of what I learned out here to um, to what we're doing. But it's with, you know, hats and t-shirts and, you know, things like that. Well, yeah. And you were kind of telling me when we've chatted uh, that the operations manager side of what you were doing really helped you kind of like kick the business in gear and get it to run the way that you want it to run because it was not running as effectively as you as you're used to oh for because sure. you come from the williams uh well-oiled machine well-oiled machine <laughs> of efficiency so yeah yeah that's awesome that you've been able to do that yeah, uh it's been it's been really helpful to everyone involved because what we do is it's so easy to fuck up a job you could misspell something you could pick out a wrong color you could I mean there's so much room for error in what we do Mm -hmm. and there was just no accountability and there was no there was nothing in place that was like holding people's feet to the fire for when they're you know or just organ on an organizational level so it was good to get that on the straight and narrow so that's what I've been working on for the last year now it's like you know I'm partnering with um different restaurants and breweries breweries been our our big fucking clients which is really really cool or our big new business like this are they blowing up there like they've been out here yeah actually michigan um grand grand rapids which is on the west side of the state i live on the east side of the state Uh um we have a couple of clients in grand rapids and that city was called beer town usa and they they like stole that name from portland oh and so oh no everybody in oregon was losing their shit you know, I don't know if they're still considered that or not, but um, yeah, maybe I should do some market research. <laughs> well, that's yeah, overrated. Yeah, that's <laughs> for when you don't have anything better to do. And so, 
I sat next to an athlete on the on my last flight. Uh-huh. His name is Justin Sampson. Uh-huh. And he plays for the Akron Zips, which are in Ohio, like south of Cleveland. Uh-huh. But I just like he sat down and he totally had that like athlete's body where he was like really tall but had a lot of muscles and was just like super built and I was just like He's got to be on a on a team. He's got to be he's got to be an athlete of some sort. But how do you ask that without sounding like <laughs> like a creep show? Hundred percent, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then he pulled his bag down from the overhead and he had like a a tag on it that said Justin Sampson. This is the only reason I know his name. I did not ask him. <laughs> um, Akron Zips, and I was like, you know, this is like a lower level college so like it's nothing to be excited about but i totally wanted to be like i'm an athlete too yeah but then i'm like an even bigger yeah you're like i'm totally not stalking you by reading all your personal information (laughs) but i just want you to know that i'm cool too oh he goes yeah and so i he was obviously not interested in having a conversation and i know that fucking look because i wear it when i'm on an airplane (laughs) yeah it's like no i'm not i'm not friendly don't fucking talk to me yeah but um and so he had that going with the headphones and everything and I, I was like, oh, you play for Akron? And he goes, yep. And I go, I used to live in Cleveland. He goes, oh. <laughs> End of conversation. I was just like, you know That's what? It. I respect your style, sir. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Jerk. So, yeah, I didn't even bring up that I play roller derby because I was like, yeah, he's not going to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. So, roller derby, you uh, went to Alpina and just basically said, hey, there's no roller derby team here. Let me just start my own. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because. You can't just have one thing to do. You have to have a million things to do all the fucking time that you go balls to the wall to. So how's... Because when I moved there, I didn't know what to do with myself, like, mm-hmm. socially. Right. And so my husband and I were just going to the bar every night. Oh, yeah, and you got married since you left the show. Oh, my God, I got married since I left the show, yeah. yeah. That was in, um, it's almost, almost... It'll be four years in September. So, yeah, three years ago. Yeah, and I was the asshole that couldn't make it. (laughs) So. That's right, but yeah, I'm not divorced yet. Good, good. 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 And you guys work together, so that's... uh, that that could make for a very good uh, divorce possibility. <laughs> Dude, I've I've thought about fucking sticking a knife in his face like a million times. Well, you and did that anyway. But no, I didn't. I mean, we really got along really, really well until we started working together and seeing each other every day. Yeah. And so what I've done recently is I've moved my office from one side from where he works. He does the screen printing uh-huh. over to the other side of the building, so we come in contact a lot less. So at the end of oh, the day, well, we actually look smart. forward to seeing each other. That's smart. But you guys make a good team because he can sell ice to an Eskimo and you can organize the shit out of anything. So. Well, that. that's very kind of you to say. I still want to slap the shit out of him sometimes, but isn't that marriage? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> like part, part of the deal. Yeah, and I know that he wants to, you know, slap the shit out of me too. It, rightfully so, because, you know, I can be kind of a C. But he, um... We can say cunt. I can be kind of a loose cunt. <laughs> a sloppy, sloppy, disgusting loose cunt. Wow, that feels nice. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? That's why I love the internet. I'm like, fuck shit, cunt, bitch, motherfucker. You can Pussy! say it all. Pussy! <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. Um, um so, so, 
roller derby. Roller derby. You're like, I don't have a social thing. I love roller derby. There's no roller derby team here. Let me do this shit. Yeah, I just, I approached the rink um, because they invested in a bunch of roller skates. It's an ice rink, and but they take um, the ice away for a couple of months during the summer just to save money. And mm-hmm. they thought for an extra income, they'd get roller skates and try and get kids interested in that. And the second, the hot second I found out about that, I pounced on them and I was just like, hey, just let me do this learn to play roller derby class. Like, no commitment, no big deal. They're like... God, opportunity knocks, right? Yeah. They're like, what do you want us to pay you? And I go, I just want to be able to do this. And they were like, a word? And so um, we did the class and girls like jumped on that shit because I don't think there's a lot of things going on up there. There's not, you know, there's not a lot of sports that are marketed or geared towards women who are between the ages of 20 and 40 or a little bit above or a little bit below that, you know? People yeah, aren't interested in women as athletes. Well, and there's and there's like uh, a certain camaraderie that comes with roller derby that uh, I don't think is fostered in very many other areas of women's social gatherings. Yeah, I mean, I it's funny because I recently um, was in a weightlifting class up there uh in december and they were in it it had that similar feel where they're just like we're supportive of each other and you know positive body image and blah 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 and i was just like bitches you all need to just join in roller derby this is ridiculous do that shit and change your life <laughs> right but um yeah and so because of those things those elements the women glommed on really quickly and so i had 40 girls in this class and then um you know, once the cl- we had our final scrimmage and everybody was like high on this whole thing, and they're like, "We gotta keep this going." And I was just like, "Oh shit, what did I step in?" So, um, but they've been really cooperative, and uh, you know, I've kind of led the charge because I'm the only one that's done it before. Mm-hmm. But they've all really picked it up, and I, you know, with trying to run my own business, I, there's no fucking way I could have been a one woman show with the roller derby team. But because right. I've had so much help, it's it's doing really well. We've got a full schedule and we're playing a bunch of teams in Michigan. And let me tell you a little thing about Michigan roller derby. Okay. Fucking nicest people you've ever met. (gasps) Ooh. So much collaboration between leagues. Not a lot of like mean girl bullshit. Good. Get elsewhere. Um, and, uh, and just, I mean, they really have their shit together. They have like big Michigan tournament every year and they like the the mitten. Yeah. The mitten kitten. Yeah. They call it. It's, cute <laughs> that is cute but um but it's 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 really cool and cooperative and that just I didn't see a lot of that happening here and I don't remember a lot of that happening when no I Ohio it doesn't it's not the same like that here in California hopefully it's going that way because you know we're merging the two teams and the atmosphere uh in Sacramento has been it's been absolutely great. So I think, awesome. I, I think that it's going to be a really positive step in the right direction. In fact, Kiki reached out to me, uh, Conquistadorable, uh, which is her roller derby name for those of you who don't know. Yeah, we call her Kiki for short. We call her Kiki. <laughs> um, she reached out to me and said, hey, would you be interested in coaching, uh, jam coaching or bench coaching? And I was just like, well, I'd kind of have to, like, 
you know, I want, I would want a say in where I would be and who I would be coaching with. And she says that she wants to coach. And I told her I would love, I would fucking love to coach with her. It would be amazing. So you guys would be coaching like a lower level? Probably. Because she's still a player, right? Yeah, probably coaching C team because there's no real travel unless we did Battle of the Sea squads, which we have only done like one year before. So there would be limited travel. And then she was also saying there may be limited home teams uh, that I could also work with. And um, I think that that sounds like it would be a positive force in my life. Sure. Because roller derby is always good for the soul. Yeah. And it's like you're not going to bite off more than you can chew because with limited travel, you can still participate without having to sacrifice full weekends away from your kids and stuff. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be a little bit different type of a structure. We tried to do things differently last year. And unfortunately, even though it was communicated over email, you know how all that goes when people communicate over email. So there was just a lot of confusion and who does what and when and where and how and all that stuff. So they're trying to iron all that out. So I think, I think learning from the way things went last season, it will make it easier this season. That makes sense. But, um, setting the table, man. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I'm excited for that. Holy fucking traffic. I don't have traffic. anymore. I was just, that's so (laughs) funny. I swear to God, I I, like, you can read my mind sometimes. I was just going to ask you, so what's it like, uh, to be back in Sacramento traffic? Because I'm sure you have nothing like this in your town. You know, I just flew in during the middle of rush hour. So yeah. I didn't even think about it. Like, oh my gosh, no, seriously, we were, my husband and I are driving and we're um, leaving one of the subdivisions and about to hit a main road. And we had to cross straight across the main road and like seven cars went by and, and Scott was like, what is this rush hour? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God it's seven cars. That's so funny. For fucking hours. Totally. Here. Um, and you guys bought a house. Yeah, I've got my first house. And it's like three blocks from the lake. Oh, my gosh. Lake do Huron. the pups love it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, we got another one. We got Gordy. Gordy. He's, um, he's a little bulldog. Holy shit. He's like stark white. And he's got the biggest balls I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> now, does he do water stuff or is he like fuck water? I'm a princess. We haven't taken him down. Like, he's not scared of anything. Right. He's he's more food motivated than any other dog I've ever seen. Like, he eats like such a pig. We call him Snow Pig because (laughs) he's white. Uh, He eats like a pig. He's a snow pig. He's a snow pig. And um, he's just, yeah, we haven't spent too much time with him down by the water yet. Mostly because of his size and we were concerned with handling all three dogs between the two of us well and bulldogs do not swim very well yeah yeah uh just ask your homie uh Dwayne Rock Johnson about that did he have a bulldog drown yes oh shit the rock 
or there he had two french bulldogs one almost drowned but they was but he was able to save it and then the other one ate poisonous mushrooms in his backyard and died what the so fuck? yeah but everybody reveres him and i'm sure he's a nice guy but just the whole dog shit is something that i can't get down with but, you know, people are talking about, like, him doing a presidential run. And I don't know how much of that is, like, fake news. But, like, yeah. If Trump could do it, he could do it. I, I mean, besides him not taking neglect, besides the whole dog neglect thing, other than that, I think, you know, the stuff that he supports and uh, speaks out against and all that stuff, I think he's a great person. It's just, well, I don't know. Can you be a great person and neglect your dogs? Are those mutually exclusive? Uh, I mean, my dogs get into shit all the time. Yeah. You know, my... So do kids. Shit, I almost killed my kid. So who the fuck am I to talk about? How did you almost (laughs) kill your kid? I... (laughs) I found him. He had been... I had come home from work when he was a little tiny baby... And he had just gotten to the age where he could grab stuff off the counter. Where he hadn't been able to do that. So I wasn't as worried about leaving stuff up on the counter because he would never reach up there. He wasn't tall enough. Right. Well, of course, the day that he decides to grow to be tall enough, he... (laughs) Damn him. Damn him for growing up. He reached up and grabbed a... A bottle of um, <laughs> bleach. No, <laughs> he he grabbed a bottle of uh, unopened anti-diarrhea pills. Oh, uh, because I had been having you know Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> the squirts. Yeah. The Hershey squirts. <laughs> yeah, and when so. When you're first, <laughs> and you feel a sudden burst. Diarrhea. <laughs> Diarrhea. So when I got home from work, he had been playing with his car, and I looked at the car, and all these fucking pills fell out of it. Oh, my God. And I was like, what the fuck? And we start calling poison control. Um, But this is the only saving grace. We pulled them all out of the car and counted them all and looked at the count of pills there was like 40 pills in a bottle and we had 38 or something and I knew that I had taken two the night before oh wow or something like that so he hadn't eaten them he just was putting them in the car for whatever reason (laughs) but I mean that very easily could have gone uh to kill my kid land so so who am I to judge the rock Right. <laughs> some, people, some people would just consider that a cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you don't need it when you're like three years old, but still. No, this is the back you up so you don't shit anymore. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's putting a plug in it. Yeah. Oh. It's very not good. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, yeah, I mean, if he, if he beat the dogs... We're on a different playing field. You know, it's not even a conversation. Correct. Or if he fought the dogs or did any of that Michael Vick shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be a whole different conversation. He's no longer a write-in. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, just so you know, we're living on the edge. 
I don't want you to panic in case there is a, a situation where we get over, where we get pulled over by uh, a law enforcement uh, officer. My registration may or may not be uh, a little past due. So oh, that's just how we live. That reminds me of the, when I was in college. I left a friend's house one night and it was pouring, just pouring rain. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this girl outside um, walking. And I pull up and I was like, hey, do you want to ride? Like, first time I ever picked up a hitchhiker. And but it was a girl and it was raining. Yeah, and she was tiny. And, and she didn't look like she was going to, like, be a hooker and kill you or anything. Right. Until she got in the car. Oh! And it was just, like, every inch of my car just filled with that cigarette smell. Oh, no! Like, oh, boy, what have I got myself into? And then she opens her mouth and says, thanks, I really appreciate this. If the cops pull us over, I'm going to say my name is Ashley. <laughs> Or whatever the, hell whatever the fuck your name uh, because is. Because after I heard, I'm going to tell the cops my name is dot dot dot, I just. Oh, oh, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> man, sorry. Trying to kill me. Not trying to kill you, just trying to merge. But um, then I second guessed my merging. Well, this is an awful fucking on ramp. Oh, yeah. It totally sucks every day of my life. <laughs> oh, look. So we don't have to worry about that Woo! cop because he pulled that guy over. He's already busy with that guy's registration. Yeah. Anyway, so I I drove that girl to wherever the fuck I needed to take her and um, dropped her off and went, okay, okay, not doing that again. Yeah, you're like, uh, you can stay at the pay-by-hour hotel, right? Because here you go, bitch. See ya. Uh, Goodbye. Yeah, and now after listening to like true crime stories and watching true crime shows and shit, I'm never picking up a fucking hitchhiker. Oh, no, man or woman, because the women's will kill you just as much as the men's will. Yeah, the, the women will fucking trick you. They're the, one, they're the, the one. Yeah, they're the the bait. They're the oh, ones to lure you. Bitches. Bitches be crazy. Seriously. So are you excited about this party tonight? I am. Now, do you think we should uh, Uber? Uh, he's got his reverse lights on. I have no idea why. But... Uh, he, he's not moving, so. <laughs> yeah, maybe let's try and get around this motherfucker as quick as possible. Once this white Chevy goes, I'm fucking going. I'm going, man. Got this. Woo! Okay, so, I'm sorry, you asked me about the party. Am I excited? Yes. I'm going to see so many fucking Did you pay for your people. ticket already? I know we're supposed to play online. I didn't. Okay, so we're both assholes, so we can do it when we get home. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I also want to find out if Shorty's going because Shorty said that she's sick and if she uh, if she can't go, she said somebody could use her, t- her tickets. Short dog. Um. Okay. Well, I'll just pay for mine when I get home and then uh, try and there figure out. What? There was two. She had two tickets. <gasps> oh. No. So what you're saying is that I might have a ticket, free ticket. You might. Is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, look at you looking out for number one and number two. <laughs> Um, so my question was, do you think, and I probably know the answer to this, should we Uber? Probably. Um, we should be responsible adults, right? Are we going to Faces afterwards? 
Uh, I had marked yes. Ooh, and my boyfriend, my gay boyfriend Adam works there as a bartender, and I do have his phone number that I saved uh, that was in my fondue pot, but now I think it is in a paper bag that I hid from my family. Because you know when your family comes over? (laughs) You know when your family comes over and you're like, Dude, I gotta clean shit up, and you. Oh yeah. And then I just had like random shit on my on my counter, which. It, okay, so my good friend Jeff and Tori, I lent them my fondue pot because if anybody was gonna have a fondue pot, who would it be? You fucking me. Yeah. So they asked me if I could if they could borrow it, and I, I said yeah. So, but I had had a bunch of stuff in there, and so I just dumped it out on the counter because I'm a lazy bitch. And then it just stayed there. But then for Christmas Eve, my mom was coming over. So I'm like, oh, I need to hide all this junk that was in this fondue pot in a paper bag and shove it in a cabinet somewhere. (laughs) So in that paper bag, wherever it is, is Adam's phone number. And he works at Faces as a bartender. So I'm sure we can get some sort of homie hookup so is your uh new year's resolution to get a little more organized oh isn't that my resolution every goddamn year (laughs) this is my fondue filing system (laughs) hey don't judge it makes sense to me i knew where his phone number was (laughs) not in my phone apparently which would be where a regular person would put it nope on a piece of paper in a fondue pot. In a fondue pot. <laughs> but it makes sense to me. Oh, Target. I miss Target Ooh, so much. Do you not have Target in your land of the ice and snow? Not even close. Oh, like girl. We are having a whole Target date. Man, I wish I didn't spend all my gift cards on a new bedding so that we could have nice new bedding to sleep in. <laughs> because I wanted it to be cute for you. Aww. Um... But I slept on a towel last night. <laughs> <laughs> so my standards aren't real high. Well, it, it, they're probably like a hundred threads count sheets, so don't don't get your hopes up t- too far. Better than a towel. The, the, yeah, and I won't make you sleep in any type of cum stain or oh blood my God. stain. Bless you. Uh, my cat might lay on you and drool on you, Sorry. but she's nice. Yeah. Uh. The kid might come in in the middle of the night and say I had a bad dream. Okay. But he's very excited for Auntie Christy to be in town. Good. And it's Uncle Nick's birthday today, so we sent him a video, and he made sure to let Uncle Nick know that Auntie Christy was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I thought he it was very excited. sweet. Yeah, it is very sweet. Um, okay, so that means a target date in order. We can totally... Uh, window shop all the dollar bins I ser- like it was and one of those things where I didn't realize that I shopped at Target as often as I did mm-hmm. until I left and then didn't have it anymore and I was just like the fuck I must have gone there like three four times a week well especially when we lived in Tahoe Park and it was right around right the fucking there. corner yeah that was a good one until all the college students moved in <laughs> right next to it college students ruining everything yeah, I don't particularly... The one that I live by is not my favorite. My favorite one is the one that 
is by the studio-ish in that area. Everything by the studio is nice. And the dollar store is near the near the That's studio. my favorite one. That's oh my, my favorite I've never, one. I've never been to a better one. Ever. No, no. That's my favorite have, one. <laughs> this is going to shock you. I've got three dollar stores in my town. <laughs> what? What? Three dollar stores, three McDonald's, and pretty much fucking nothing else. Uh, don't forget about the 80 churches. I'm sure I that do, you have. I do have several churches to choose from. And bars. Come on. You know what they do? Actually, um, yeah, my little town does really well with the... Jesus and booze. Family-owned stuff. Like, <laughs> there's, like, family-owned restaurants, family-owned bars, you know, stuff like that. So, there's yeah. a lot of small businesses, which has been really cool because... That's good. There's been this, like, resurgence of young folks um, coming there or coming back to that part of Michigan and opening up businesses. And so, I've been able to become part of this community. Yeah. Supportive people and take them on as new clients, which is really cool. That's super good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I helped them launch this, um, the Alpina's very first ever brew fest, which is <gasps> oh. hilarious because, you know, Sacramento has one like every five seconds. Yeah. It seemed like, I mean, I seem, it seriously seemed like every weekend there was another brew fest to go to, which I was never complaining about. I was always excited about. Yeah. Um, so it's just so funny with, you know, Michigan being so heavy in the breweries now to have what they call my area of Michigan is the suds free zone because we don't have any breweries there. Oh, and it's like, but the you have bars in Michigan. That's not like covered. Well, Alpina about the same time that I got to town, Alpina did open a brewery and it's really, really good. Oh. And, um, they're, um, good friends and clients of ours. And we're just, we're really supportive of them. So if you ever get to awesome. try Austin brothers brewery or beer, uh, Austin, Austin Brothers Beer. Yeah, they're actually they're a, a pair of brothers, and um, their mom and dad moved out there from Riverside. Motherfucker. Whoa. Yeah, and um, they toured the country to figure out where they were gonna plant their brewery, and they went up to Alpena, strangely, and said, "Random. Well, <laughs> this is you know an pun totally intended." untapped market <laughs> yeah so they uh they jumped on it and cool they've been really successful so um another thing and you know i'm always late to the party i know i've told you before for the longest time i thought the song was medieval woman yeah i don't know that's i thought for the <laughs> Longest time that that was the words. No, I know it's not the words, but uh, that's what my brain told me that the words were, and I just went with it. And it, I mean, I could sing along to it. It seemed to fit phonetic or not phonetically, like the syllables it worked. Does. It does. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> clearly wrong. So I'm just one of those types of people that's kind of slow on the uptake and um i saw on your facey space page for your company that you did shirts for the uh brown trout festival yeah which uh finally i talked to the old man and he thought that was hilarious and i was like <laughs> What's so funny about this? Is this like there's brown trouts? He's like, no, it's turd. 
It's a turd. <laughs> no, it's not a turd festival. <laughs> no, but it's a, a double entendre right. for a turd. And I'm like, well, I definitely uh, need a shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, we actually... Oh. So here's the thing. The Brown Trout Festival <laughs> is, like... Fishing is huge up where I live because we're right, right off of Lake Huron. Yeah. And so they have these big tournaments every year. And the Brown Trout Festival encapsulates a lot of those tournaments. Like, um, like you'll see my little city pop up on different fishing shows and shit like that all the time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so they have this festival and they've been a client of ours for years. I mean, several years. My mom has, has worked on it. She's been on the committee and shit. Like, she loves that shit. Mm-hmm. And, um... I got to town and I was like, yeah, we're not going to do these ugly shirts anymore. We're going to, because the brown trout committee always insists that we have a big brown trout fish on the fucking shirt. And let me tell you, the brown trout is probably the ugliest fucking fish you've ever seen in your life. Like, well, and it probably looks like a big turd on the shirt. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Well, it's a turd with red spots. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like they ate right. red tamales or hot tamales <laughs> Things or something. Are not going well. <gasps> Okay, you know that I've been out of California for a while when I see fucking gym boys and I gasp like that. Ooh, I just miss Mich- Mexican food. Well, we'll do a whole Sacramento tour for you, girl. I'm going to gain like eight pounds in this weekend. Ah, uh, that's okay. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, the we started, like, so last year we did a, um, and I actually worked with a Sacramento artist on this. Oh, cool. Um, named Jessica Breezy. She uh, made like a tattoo looking like Jerry or Sailor Jerry tattoo like design for it. Oh, so cool. The brown cool. Trout shirts are actually pretty cool now. Nice. Yeah. And did you do them in those nice thin, uh, heathered, like multi whatever type of fabric? You know what I'm talking about. Triblends. Yeah, the triblend. The triblend. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, we like the we like the soft style t-shirts. Yeah. Because that was the other big change that we had at the shop was. You know, my mom was always giving everybody, like, the bargain-style t-shirts because everybody just wanted the lowest price. Yeah, but, like, Glendon or whatever the fuck that shit is. And it does, and it's, like, nobody likes a stiff t-shirt. Like, no, it, it cuts you. It, it's it's not a great thing. So. And it's heavy, and it's not, especially if you're a woman, it doesn't fit your form. Yep. Like, any type of flattering way. The only way it's flattering is on an old grandpa with a pot belly. <laughs> well, the the thing that those shirts are good for is um, like workwear. You know, if you're gonna be beating well, the yeah, shit yeah, yeah, out of yeah. shirt like, and you're doing lawn care, for instance, like you know, it it can take a beating. Right? Yeah, my my ex worked for the Fair Oaks Water District, and they had those kind of shirts, and they had laundry service, and. They fucking took a beating and they lasted forever, but that's like a particular market that you would want to have that type of style. Otherwise, like people don't want to, I mean, people want something that looks a little bit more fashionable. Unfortunately, it might be $2 more a shirt. Yeah. And, you know, but that's what we're that's a whole marketing campaign that I'm working on right now is I'm really just trying to educate my customers about what they're doing mm-hmm. so that um, I can have these shirts side by side and so they can feel them and touch them and go, oh, yes, I want to wear this one that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. than save a couple bucks and never wear this shirt outside of the day. And never sell them. Yeah, yeah. 
that's the other thing and you know but, but is that is that a conversation that you've had to have with your mom to kind of like try or to get her to see your side um it wasn't there was not a lot of arm twisting with that one she she saw that and you know that's good she she understood and you know agreed and especially it, it actually started with the brown trout festival because they used to do the itchy t-shirts yeah and um the year i got there i was like why don't we switch over to these soft style shirts and she was just like okay and then we sold the ever living shit out of them because people actually wanted to wear them and she was and like, they would wear them okay. at different times of the year not just at the festival they'd right. wear them all year round yeah and so that's awesome with all these little successes i've been having i'm gaining her trust more you know Good. so she's it's not a fight to be taking over the business she's you know allowing me to make a lot of these decisions on behalf of everybody involved in the company which is really cool well here we are in my neighborhood i'm pretty sure that this is a grow house and we think a oh. stripper lives here there's no one ever here except it's very odd times of the night and she drives a fancy car <laughs> so we think she's a stripper and then also uh we think that they grow weed there that's legal here now isn't it I suppose. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> I thought that was the thing that just passed like a couple days ago where it's like recreationally legal. Yeah. Yeah. But I, there's restrictions on it. And who knows what those restrictions are because I don't care. And then also. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you're a huge pothead. <laughs> yeah. And then also, as you can see, my lovely. Uh, we, we had a days of very high winds. And it literally blew my fucking garage door off the thing. See that cable there? That's the cable that's supposed to pull the thing back up and down. Oh, shit. It got blown off the thing. My uh, gate got blown open. Frida got out. It, it was just a whole fucking mess. That's the, the epic storms I was talking about earlier. Any <laughs> yeah. of this that I was expecting. I'm glad it's not happening right now. No. We're going to have fun. All right, guys. Well, we're out of here. Um, hope you had fun catching up with our former producer, Christy. And we're about to go get our party on. Uh -huh. You're not. <laughs> or maybe they are. I don't maybe. fucking know. I don't know your life. <laughs> yeah, we don't know you. <laughs> go have fun. Go do whatever. Have a great weekend. <laughs> yes. Or midweek or whenever the Whenever you listen. <laughs> Bye. Bye.